The new regulations of religious affairs law that went into effect in China last February has led to a widespread crackdown on Christians throughout the country. Although churches in China have a long history of standing up under persecution, even growing and expanding while suffering fierce oppression, our brothers and sisters need encouragement, help, and hope. Churches have been closed or torn down, house churches have been raided, and pastors and church members have been arrested, interrogated, and imprisoned. The Voice of the Martyrs continues to stand with our brothers and sisters in China, providing help for those affected by this new wave of persecution and strengthening the church with Bibles and other ministry tools. Your generous gift will remind these precious saints that they are not forgotten and that the wider body of Christ is standing with them. For more information and to help these Christians, go to ChristmasCare2018.com. That's ChristmasCare2018.com. And when you do, and when you donate, let them know Rebel Parenting sent you. God bless, Rebels. Woo! Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you, and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's up, Rebels? Welcome to the new year. It's 2019, and I'm telling you, this is the year of the Rebel. We're starting this one off right with our head of Rebel Fitness, Elisa Keaton. I know, I know. Everyone wants to have a New Year's resolution to get in shape and lose weight, and that is a great goal. And so many people start and fail, start and fail, start and fail, and the cycle keeps going, and it brings us down. And honestly... It was that way for me too. I would start a diet, I would lose a little weight, I'd go right back up. And it bummed me out. And that's why we have Elisa on this very first broadcast of 2019. Her book, The Wellness Revelation, Lose What Weighs You Down So You Can Love God, Yourself, and Others. Man, that's a powerful book. It's not a diet book. It's not. It's not a diet book. Listen, it's not a diet book. It's a program to find out what's really holding you back. And it's not willpower. Willpower is a myth. This program unlocked in me the psychological barriers that was keeping me from losing weight and from keeping it off. And honestly, it was keeping me from being happy in my own skin. Everything changed with the wellness revelation. We love Elisa's energy, her positivity, and you will too. So, coming in hot, here is Elisa Keaton on the very first broadcast of 2019, right here on Rebel Parenting. Elisa Keaton, take two. If you were looking before, we had a power outage. In fact, yesterday, Elisa, I was doing a live video outside, and... I saw a police officer on a motorcycle with lights on yelling in the middle of the street. And then I see two more police officers running down the street after him with guns in their hands. And I was like, I'm on a live video Sorry. going, they're running with guns. What am I watching? It was park service running after a bear. It was bananas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Better, the bigger, the better question is where do you live that the power goes out and that people are running around with guns? Where, I'm, I'm very it's Colorado. Concerned. Hey. Yeah. We need to, yeah. we need to move. No, just kidding. We're doing great. Alisa, <laughs> first, it's great to have you back on. Thank you. Tell us how hey. the book's doing. What was the response you're getting? How's the family? What's happening? Yeah. yeah, thanks, you guys. I'm glad to be back, truly. I really so dig you guys. I dig the, the voice mm. you're bringing into the, the world of parenting, the realm of parenting. 
The book is doing great. It's in its fifth print edition. So far exceeded anything I think my publisher was even <laughs> hoping for. So, so congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And it's been fun. Continued testimonies roll in about people are just having new eyes to see, literally losing the thing that weighs them down, not mm -hmm. so much concerned about what's the number under their feet anymore. So it's yeah. been great. And the family life mm -hmm. has been good. The last year has really transitioned me. The ministry kind of runs itself in many ways. So it's been nice to watch a team of people do what they've been designed to do. So it's been great. How cool. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. We've been doing a series of programs, kind of like, what do you do when you're in crisis? You know, someone comes to the website and they go, help. And we're trying to fill some of those boxes. And we wanted to call you because we've been through, all the listeners that listen to us know, we've been through a bunch of crisis lately with Laura's cancer and all of that. And in the middle of it, I stopped taking care of myself. And long story mm -hmm. short, I lost a bunch of weight. I wasn't paying attention. And one night I passed out and bounced my head off the counter and got a concussion, had to go to the ER, scared everybody. Got stitches. Yeah. Got stitches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scary. Well, I thought he was having a heart attack. So I freaked out. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Our new yeah. neighbors are nurse practitioners and they came over and in my yeah. belligerent, knocked out state, convinced me I definitely I should, go, should to ER. go to the ER. I yes. was not okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Good. this is such a common thing. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus. And then mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about what people can do to take care of themselves when they're in crisis. When I get super, super, super stressed, I don't sleep well. And my sugar intake becomes like a feverish pace. In the last three months, I've eaten easy 10 boxes of good and plenties, right? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm Detox being honest. time. So yeah. I stopped doing that, but I, I... Yeah, he did stop. I freak out and then I just go, ah, sugar, 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 you know. Mm. I know that's a common one. So one, what are some of the common things people do? I know lack of sleep is one, food is one. What are some of those common ones? And then let's try to move into... What are those first steps? I know I'm freaking out. I see I'm making bad choices. I got to stop doing this. Stop the train. Right? So what are some of so, those other common ones like the sugar? Oh, the common things that people do, um, they disengage from life. So they'll over pull away, numb out, whether it's TV watching, excessive Facebook scrolling, mm. anything to keep yourself from feeling the feels. Yeah. People are afraid to feel the stress, feelings were meant to be felt, mm -hmm. not done, mm -hmm. not necessarily do feelings, but we're really good doers. So we just go, oh, I have a feeling I'm going to go do this instead of, okay, I can take a minute to sit with the fear of what happens if something happens to Laura. Like, I'll hear me. I'm about to say something. I love Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. But, Amen. Um, you know, the Buddhists have a teaching that they teach. And their first law is that life is about suffering. <laughs> and then right. the second law for the Buddhist teaching is just try to let be okay losing control, like the detachment, you have to be able mm -hmm. to let go. And I'm mm -hmm. like, well, those are Jesus truths right there. Exactly. It is the suffering, suffering is real. And we don't know what to do with it in a world filled with plenty. Talk about good and plenty. The world uh -huh. offers us good and plenty in many other places instead of, I got to take a minute to just sit in my soul, let my head sink down to my heart and 
journal or do whatever I got to do to get this fear that is literally causing toxicity in me. When you eat those good and plain and all the other sugar, we're causing more inflammation. Inflammation causes restlessness. It causes aches, joints, headaches. I mean, you just feel like a, a ball of crud. Oh yeah, short tempered, yeah. crankiness. It's funny, we're so, laughing over here. I work out obsessively. It's when I'm in crisis, it's the thing I feel like I'm best at. And so I always, I work out like nuts. And I was telling Laura, yeah. man, I'm so sore lately. I'm, yes. my joints are achy and my, my muscles are sore. And, and then the next day I was like, oh, oh no, it's sugar. It's all, and it's Laura's like, oh baby, it's all the, inf-. it was totally inflammation. Completely it is. Total and complete inflammation. And can I also say everyone, if, if not dealt with, yes. it will blow up in adrenal fatigue. And when you get to adrenal fatigue, you've now like pulled the circuits on the body and God gets the right to go and we're done. Like you, you need to rest and then you can't go. What you, what people in adrenal fatigue tend to do is go work out because you actually feel better in the moment when you're working out. But then about two, three hours later, you're exhausted. And then the rest of the day feels like, oh my God. And then you don't sleep at night. So you're actually that's just a good sign too to let people know adrenal fatigue is real and it's when we don't know how to deal with the stress in our life it compounds and it compounds mm-hmm. and gets well worse. that's what was going on before i passed out for sure and i really like what you're talking about too because we are this is you know this program isn't for everyone i know a lot of the broadcast and a lot of the interviews is trying to reach the widest audience possible that's not what rebel mm-hmm. parenting's about most mm. of our parents and listeners are the overachievers, the overcommitters, the ones that struggle with shame and with the guilt, and they just try to do more and more and more. And <sighs> when you talked about you have a feeling and now I must do something because I have a feeling, instead of going, I have a feeling, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to ask myself, is this a valid feeling? Yeah. Is there a reason I'm having this feeling? Could there be something exacerbating this, you know? Yeah. There's so many things we can do besides, I will take an action step, maybe it won't go that well. Yeah, absolutely. And the biggest mm. thing, you, you absolutely hit it on the head. I mean, I think the striving, the doing, it's just natural now for us that that comes easy. When the real, the thing we need to do is to interrupt ourselves. Who was it? What rapper in the 80s, I'm dating myself, or was it 90s that said, you better check yourself before you wreck yourself? Remember mm-hmm. there was some, some rapper, someone said that. Oh, I can recite most of that, and I'm going to figure out who it is in a second. So, okay. Yep. <laughs> check before you wreck yourself. But it is when- Das Effects. Thank the, you. There That's it is. Job. Thank you. Das Effects. Love that. When the thing comes, it's a cue to check the oil. Like, okay, yeah. the car is- out. Let's put the dipstick in. Let's find out what is in the deepest part of me that is coming up. That's when you get to the root. I just feel like some of the greatest crises is in our life. And we can say this crisis in Christ often brings the most beautiful fruit. If we're willing to suffer and if we're yes. willing to be patient and wait it out, but mm. we don't like waiting. We really like answers now. We like relief right now. Or, remedy right, Or even repenting. We don't like yeah. to repent of our mm-hmm. attitudes and our behaviors and really get honest with the Lord of how we're behaving. I know when I'm all stressed out, like oh, there's totally there's a lot justified. of repenting that needs to go on because of my attitude. Yeah. I oh, I have got a list. I just justify. I justify why I have the right to feel that way I'm instead entitled. of, yeah, let's breathe. Let's take a minute and do the opposite thing. Give And the really breath work, you guys. And I know last time I think I was on here, I talked Ooh, about yeah. just oh, yeah. learning. To breathe, it's the most basic 
thing, but breathing. And I also was doing a little research lately, get on the breath. And, you know, it's not like breathing as in we as humans often breathe through our mouth a lot. And that's respiratory. That's fight or flight because we breathe through our Mm -hmm. mouth. There's a reason that God in Genesis 2, 7, it says he breathed into man's nostrils. He breathed, and it's specific, biblically, it says into the nostrils. The nostrils are actually the place that we are meant to breathe. Through the nostrils, we're meant to breathe. That means you have to shut your mouth. <laughs> Close your mouth. Quit whining. Quit talking for a minute. Just take a breath. Breathe through your nose. Silence the voices. Silence the voice box. And breathe through the nose. And that naturally connects to our body's parasympathetic nervous system, which can de-escalate every crisis we face. Definitely. Do you have like a breathing practice that you use, like a four, seven, eight, something like that? Now, you know what? It varies from day to day, but I do definitely account. Like I'll do an inhale for two, an exhale for four, an inhale for five, an exhale. Or I'll sometimes inhale, hold the breath for five, exhale for five. I'll do a little bit of metered breath to kind of help me. Mm-hmm just sink deeper, but mm. I try not to get too caught up in formulas for the most part. But I realized today, personally, I'm like, I think I breathe a lot more through my mouth than really kind of using that nostril breath to filter and to clear. And it ca- I have to slow down to just mm. rest my lips together and breathe. Mm. And actually, that's a practice in most yoga, uh, breathing practices, any kind, yoga included, they want you to rest your mouth together so that you have to filter the breath through the nose. Definitely. I notice I just stop breathing. Yeah. Actually, this week I had two people said, you just stop breathing. I was like, oh, you're right. Wow. Great. That's an amazing observation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's it's paralyzed. Fear. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like? I like that finally in 2018, we can talk about breath work. We can talk about meditation. We can talk about yoga. Uh Laura went to yoga this Uh morning. Mm -hmm. I did yoga when I got up this morning. We meditate on a regular basis. I use the Calm app. I use the Omvana app regularly for meditation. Our producer, Kristen. I use Graham Cook. Our producer, Kristen, does. Oh, Graham Cook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She does encounters, (laughs) which are meditative practices. It's nice, too, because we can talk about that and people don't go, Oh, are you a Hindu? You talked about meditation. It's like the Bible talks about meditation. It's such a, it's so crazy to see how late to the game we get when I know what you're talking about. Christ, the Lord breathed in the nostrils of Adam. It's there's so much with breath work. There's so much with calming down. There's so much with sitting and suffering and just going, okay, I am in this situation. I won't be out of it for a while. And therefore I have to continue living. Mm-hmm. And how can I do yeah. that in the most harmony yeah. with my family and those around me? Right. With the least amount of destruction, Damage. right? Like, I, yeah, I want to get go there. through this without having to clean up a mess afterwards, Lord. There is a way through this. You are the way. You are the truth. You are the life. I'm going to breathe and follow. You lead, I follow. You know, one of our listeners is on now, Dustin Steenstra, who is a longtime friend of mine. He was a coach of mine. I went through a crisis and then he coached me for a month. I spoke to him every single day for 31 straight days. One of the greatest experiences of my life. Thanks. One of the most... Uh, helpful, healing, supportive, foundational times as well. And he brought up a really good point. And it was in the yoga practice I had this morning. Sometimes when people are trying to focus on their breath for the first time and they're listening to someone like me and they're like, you're a freak. I don't know what you're talking about. You sound like a kook. And I'm like, I know, because I am. And (laughs) we get all caught up in like, well, how long do I breathe? I do in for two and then I count for three and then I, I do what? 
performance. Here's a great thing to do is just pay attention to your breath. Dustin's saying that just pay attention. Am I breathing in? You know, and I noticed when I just started listening to my breath, it was like, I'm breathing really shallowly. I'm going, what's going on with that? I can't, you know, and then it was, my breath started slowing down more. My heart rate dropped a little bit. Just, he's so right. Just paying attention to your breath can oftentimes slow you down a little bit. Let that panic more present. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It is connected physiologically and physically to our, our life. What would you say some other steps? Because I think breathing, that's the easiest one and it's free. You can do it, everybody. Breathing breathing is essential. I don't think you can get a better thought without Mm. really taking a minute. Okay, let me take a minute. It's a speed bump. Let me slow down. So that, I, I don't know how to tell anyone else besides that. And then that whole, med- you know, learning a breathing practice literally rewires the neurons in your brain with myelin that helps you to have less of an instant stress yes. response to things. That's you right. can actually, mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm. instead of, you know, when cars crash, it's metal on metal. Uh-huh. When you learn to sit and meditate and breathe, it's like bumper cars. You'll bump, you'll bounce a little bit. You won't have that initial hot response. Mm. But the second thing I would say is to also do a body check, do a body check. Where am I feeling the stress? Is it in my jaw? Do I have a headache? Is it in my heart? Am I tight? Like the body is trying to tell us something as well. Find it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Find it. Okay. Locate it. Touch Laura it. Did even that just for me. become connected to it. I was clenching my teeth at night in my sleep and she noticed it and she was said, she asked if my jaw was hurting. She said, Are you, is your jaw sore? And I said, yeah, it really is. And she said, it's, you're clenching at night and we got a, a night guard. I, I wear a bite guard okay. at night. <laughs> It's really yep. helped out. And it, what helped? One, I can't clench that hard. But it's yes. just that noticing, oh, I am, I'm biting right now and the guard is in. Why am I biting down now? Is there something going on? You yeah. know, and that takes time. And again, it goes back to the very first thing that you said. Instead of having a feeling and running to do something, it's I have a feeling. I wonder why. Feel it. Yep, I get to feel it. And that would be the next thing I would say is once you've done a little body scan and you kind of found the feeling in your body. Yeah. So now we're doing a body soul connection. You can now bring the heart and mind into it as what am I feeling and what what am I thinking? But, you know, to be alive, you have to feel what you feel and know what you know, whether it's a truth or you just got even if it's a lie, if it's a lie, you Mm. still got to go. I'm feeling scared. I am thinking Laura could die. You know, like you've mm-hmm. got to think yeah. through these things. I got to, I got to confront that and just slow down and be that. Then you have to ask the, the question of what am I believing because yeah. of what I'm thinking and feeling, <laughs> right? Well, I'm thinking, I'm feeling, but what am I, who am I believing? What am I believing? Mm-hmm. Now we've shifted gears. When we connect to belief, our biology is connected to our beliefs, period. Our biology is connected to our, what we believe we will become cellularly and we will act it out in our life, whatever it is. Then after you kind of shift into, okay, I'm going to believe God. I'm mm-hmm. believing some fear. Okay, I'm going to, whatever you got to do, you know, repeat the scripture, say the thing, but then also begin to access the, the higher parts of your heart and the higher parts of your mind. Mm-hmm. My heart, I have fear. I have shame. I have places buried down deep side, but I got to let my heart get buoyant and rise up to mm-hmm. a, a positive place, a lighter place. This is why the good vibrations place, the place in me where my heart Mm -hmm. sends out these electromagnetic waves into the universe. I do. We're all energy and we are all sending out good or bad. So if I connect back into that higher place of hope, no, this is, you know, Laura's in good care. Mm -hmm. I believe God can give wayward hope. We're going to learn something as a family. We're going to get stronger. You think of all these things your hope could come to. And then at the same time, 
the mind gets renewed in that higher place. You stay the CEO of your life. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's the realm of soul care. That's it. Now, whether you should go, go for a walk or move your body, I do absolutely believe there's value in now taking those thoughts and feelings and going and walking and moving your feet because mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. access some deeper revelation. You know, it's so interesting you're talking about this. When Laura was going through her surgery and pre-surgery, I was so terrified that my therapist helped me do this. And they would say, I would say, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And, and then what if that, and then what if this complicate? And they said, this could happen too. And, and they said, yes, all those things could happen someday. What do we know is true today? Amen. And Come then on. just list it. What do we know today is true? Because what happens tomorrow we can't control. You know, what could happen right. we can't control. What do we know That's for right. sure? You know, today on the way over, Laura and I were talking about our office that we're in right now has sold. And we currently don't have office space. And the place we mm. thought we were going to get, we can't. Mm. And it causes anxiety. And I just thought, the Lord isn't worried. He's not going, oh no, where's Rebel Parenting going to go? What are they going to do? <laughs> <laughs> He brought us this far. I'm sure he has a great office for us. Surely. Even better. Immeasurably more. Alisa, we've only got a couple minutes left. The last one I'd love you to hit on. What are some of the tips for people with sleep? Mm-hmm. Sleep is so hard. I think it's, it's oh, what's, I forget the percentage, but the percentage of Americans that are prescribed a sleeping pill is astronomically yeah. high. I, might, yeah. I was on yeah. Ambien for years. I don't take anything at all now, but what are some of the good <laughs> sleep habits we could get into? Yeah, that is a great question. You're absolutely right. Because our body can only work as well as we rest. Our Mm. life will only work as well as we know how to rest. So rest, it all happens from rest. So when we start losing good rest, things start to deconstruct and get destroyed. I would say common things, and I know many people are hearing this, some of you aren't going to like it, but our circadian cycles are being messed with so much now with the technology we have that we're always this exposure to blue light. We're on our computers. We're on things until all, you know, till, I mean, most people do it right before they go to bed. They're scrolling, they're reading, even on their iPad. And I had to really pull we back a while. never do ago. that. I can't, I've never done I that. can't believe people do I'm that. I'm never texting producer how, Kay how, at how, nine o'clock at night. How dare you keep your phone by the side of your bed and have a thought when you wake up at three and text your wife and producer and wake them up on that. Oh, oh yes, it's true. Actually, I had to move my phone out of my bedroom. I do not go to bed anymore. I know that sounds crazy. Our producer does it too. Bad a girl. Kristen, very good. Yes. Maybe we should follow them, honey. Bite your tongue. Initially, you feel a little anxious, but you do. I now read. There's these things called books, and they have print (laughs) on paper, but you need a little nightlight. You need a little reading light again. (laughs) Can you get a candle? Could you get a little, an oil lantern? If I had to. If I had to. Yep. I now read a book on paper, and I go to sleep. I really try to power down. Give myself some time to unwind. Mm. Yeah. Um, it doesn't what, just... what other ways could you, can you power down? Um, well, you've got to like set that time up of like, okay, I'm in bed at nine o'clock. I'm in bed at nine. And then I give myself that half hour, 30, 45 minutes to just read a book and fall into sleep. Mm. It's a kind way. I can't mm-hmm. demand my body. Okay, now go to sleep. Like, <laughs> it just needs to unwind. The life itself sets up. It, it's kind of like sunrise, sunset. Sunrise doesn't just pop up. Like it's not just up. It slowly comes up and it slowly goes down. 
that's how we as humans should as move with the sun as well. Uh, and there's been huge sleep therapy done that take people that can't sleep and have been on all kinds of sleep medication. Yeah. They will take them outdoors. They will take them outdoors to a camping like for three days, no phones, no nothing. Within three days, they're sleep cycle is returned to them and they're sleeping deeper because they're rising with the sun and going to bed. They're in natural rhythm with creation itself. So it's cool. It's really If you want to know how much of a kook I am, you can Google grounding and uh, the practice of grounding. I did it this week. Yeah. So we are, we are all on the kook bus. Look at us. We're kookies. But you know what? I, (laughs) here's the truth. Honestly, Lisa, you can ask Laura. I'm 40 pounds lighter than I was when we got married. My body fat has been literally cut in half from when we got married. I don't take, I do. I just started my first prescription in four years. I don't take prescriptions. I don't take sleeping pills. Uh, You don't drink. I don't, yep. Mm. Because we've done these things, because I meditate, because I got off pharmaceuticals, because I work out, because I try to eat healthier, our life is so much better. It's not even because you do all things. It's because you got in tune with Ryan. You decided, I'm going to be in Ryan. I'm going to be in charge of Ryan. I'm going to fully feel and know and be in my body. So then you've been able to take these little measures of I'm not, you know, drinking isn't really serving me. This isn't really serving me. You took ownership of Ryan. You know what, Elisa, can I be totally honest? What your book, Wellness Challenge, right? Wellness Revelation. Wellness Revelation. Here's the truth. I lost a considerable amount of weight after reading that because it's true. It's not a diet book. It's not a fitness book. It doesn't tell you how to work out or when to work out or what weight to lift for your body and what diet plan to have for you. (laughs) But it does ask the question, I wonder why it's so hard for you to lose weight. I wonder why that's a struggle. I wonder if there's something that's holding you back because Mm -hmm. you like doing the things that you're doing, but it's not working. And here's the truth. I got into therapy and I started dealing with me and the weight dropped off and it keeps staying on. You know, it's that thing where you've lost weight before, but you keep waiting for it to come back. And you're like, it's been like six months. (laughs) I haven't, am I, did the scale break? Like this is, you're a new person. It was harder because I'm doing it through therapy and things like that. But your book got me to, ask the question, I wonder why it is so hard. I wonder why this yeah. last 10, 15 won't come off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you really just mm-hmm. lazy? Are you really just undisciplined? Are you really that, you know, weak? I don't think mm-hmm. so. And it wasn't. Nope. It was something totally different. I know you've got a hard stop. We do yeah. do as well. Thank yeah. you so much. This is such a huge Thank help. You. Tell so us, tell everybody guys. where to find you. Yeah, you can find me mostly on Instagram, um, uh, Elisa Keaton on Instagram, the Ministry Revelation Wellness on Instagram. We're very anti, and of course, Facebook Revelation Wellness, and those two places mostly. Awesome. Or the website, elisakeaton.com or revelationwellness.org. Thank you again for everything you're doing. We appreciate it. Yep. Come see I us anytime. I still enjoy you guys. Bless you. Talk Absolutely. To you soon too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, Rebels, I hope you now understand why we love Elisa Keaton so much. I mean, she is just a fireball full of energy. We adore her, and that's why she's the head of Rebel Fitness. Start your year off right. Join the Wellness Revelation. Start that program. Unlock what's holding you back from loving yourself, others, and God. 
God bless Rebels. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting. Rebel Parenting.